You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a previously aired live video webcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, hi, I Hello. am Tara, and uh, we are doing a webcast tonight that's just discussing the state of the cosplay community and you know we're going to try to stay as positive as possible in this um but we are going to discuss a lot of issues in the cosplay community so if anybody wants to join in you can tweet us please uh you can either tweet at a geek saga or just uh use the hashtag a geek saga a-g-e-e-k-s-a-g-a and um you know we'll try to if anybody you know talks to us we will absolutely try to include you in the conversation um so again i'm tara uh i'm here with adam and lauren and becca will also be joining us shortly she had to restart her computer uh but while we're waiting for her um i'll introduce myself real quickly uh the first time i ever officially cosplayed was Star Wars Celebration in Orlando in 2010. And uh, I, I think what I'd done before that was cosplay. I, I did like a Jean Grey uh, X3 costume um, for Halloween one year. But convention-wise, I didn't start till 2010. And then I didn't start going to conventions and like cosplaying a lot until late 2012. Um, it was like Dragon Con 2012 was my first time. And then I kind of was super into it and went to a whole ton of conventions after that. Um, and I would say my favorite cosplay is probably Starbucks because it's pretty comfortable and also people recognize it very easily. Um, I have long hair, so I do like the tattoo, like late uh, Starbucks. And then uh, my favorite convention to cosplay at is Dragon Con uh, for like a billion reasons. Like it's, it's just the best. But uh, so yeah, um, Adam, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Adam. I'm from London, so you might not understand a lot of the words I'm <laughs> going to say. <laughs> so I apologize. I'll try and Americanize some words. Um, so my first um, Comic-Con, I've always loved comics and, and all that jazz since a kid. But my first Comic-Con was actually four years ago at Megacon Orlando. And I didn't dress up because I didn't really know how to do it. So I went there and I just infatuated with the the culture there in Megacon with the amount of people dressed up. So I was like, oh man, I want to do that next year. So I did. <clears throat> so what inspires me the most uh, in that realm is Captain America. Kind of ironic, isn't it? Um, <laughs> right, a British man that loves Captain America. Don't ask me why, I don't know. I think it's because I share the same values as Cap. Um, you know, he seeks justice and shows integrity. Uh, team player, you know, he's just amazing all around. He's just the best, like what he stands for. So anyway, so that's that's my influence. Um, Favorite costume is my uh, Captain Spider-Man America. So it's like a mashup of uh, Spider-Man and Captain America with show. It's pretty dope. And uh, yeah, that's it really. So uh, What what year did you first go to MegaCon? Um, Four years ago, so 2004. Or 13, 14. 13. Okay, yeah, I, I was I was at MegaCon 2013 and 2014, and then oh, cool. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, so yeah, that was my first one. It was really cool. It's it, MegaCon is super crowded to me. Uh, mm -hmm. I like it, but it's it, it, they they like took a step back in 2014 and then like took a step forward again i think and i wasn't there in 2015 but i heard it was better in 2015 and like last year when i went i really enjoyed it so um so yeah and, and lauren lauren goes to megacon lauren tell us about yourself um what was the main question again? Sorry. Oh yeah, just just um like whatever you want to talk about, like when you started getting into cosplay and and yeah, just whatever you want to talk about. Oh, um, <laughs> pretty random. Well, I've been one. Yeah, I've been wanting to cosplay since I was in high school. I was a little anime geek, um, but never actually got a chance to go because I was in high school. Um, my first convention was in 2013, I think. It was a. Uh, crappy Wizard World convention. Um, I didn't start really cosplaying until last year, where I actually got creative with all of it. Um, let's see. Uh, favorite cosplay I've done so far would be Comic Book Andrea, um, just because I love like the intricate face makeup and all the stuff that I had to do for it. Oh yeah, because you did like the grayscale. Like, I I yeah. love I love doing comic book Andrea, but I just do like regular comic book Andrea with the scar because I have mm -hmm. blonde hair. So it's and also uh, the the paint. I I no. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> yeah, everything grayscale except for my eyes. But yeah, um, yeah, it was a lot of trial and error for her too. Oh yeah, so here's yes, Becca. it really was. Yay! <laughs> okay, so Becca, we like just in time. Seriously, perfect just in time. Oh, okay. um, so introduce yourself. Uh, when you started getting into cosplay, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever you want. To okay, talk about. okay. Um, I am Becca. Um, I'm from South Carolina. Um, uh, see how I got into cosplay. <clears throat> My friend Rachel actually does a lot of cosplay, and she's like, she was always like, "Come to Dragon Con." And I was in college, and I was like, "I don't have time for that. That's like what nerds do, right?" But I was a definite nerd. <laughs> um, but I, so I finally, so then, but like, I was like making my own costumes and stuff for like Halloween, and um, and then I met Tara, and Tara was like, "Okay, you have to go to a convention. Like, you have to." And I was like, "Fine." Um, so I did my first convention in 2015, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I just, it's just been kind of, I don't know. It's just been, a, it's just been a free for all ever since then. Like I'm totally addicted to cons and cosplay now. And thanks Tara. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like a pusher. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a pusher. I push people. Um, let's see, my favorite, uh, my favorite convention of cosplay is probably Dragon Con, even though it gets a little crazy. Um, and then my favorite cosplay I've ever done. Um, I was talking to Lauren about this and I wasn't really sure. Um, to be like, to be honest, um, my biggest cosplay I did was Lexa from the hundred. Because there's like this big cape, and like I'm like we made a bunch of different versions of it, but honestly, I think my favorite cosplay that I've done might actually be Fight Club Pam from Archer, <laughs> um, or or the the Lolita Raptor. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
we did a Jurassic Park cosplay for Dragon Con 2015 and Becca just bought like a raptor head and wore like a Lolita dress with like this raptor and it got like I don't, there, there was some picture of us that was featured on like this big Dragon Con podcast. It was yeah. actually really cool. Well, my friend Mike, it's uh, the ESO podcast, and actually their Dragon Con, and they spell it K A H N. Their Dragon Con report is amazing. Like it's so legit. It, it, it I suggest it to everybody who's a first time Dragon Con person, and like I still, even after all these years, listen to it because they have so so much great Dragon. Con advice like they're and and the guys that run that podcast the ESO podcast are so great um and they've been going to Dragon Con for forever um but yeah so we have several topics to talk about tonight and um first we're gonna kind of like I said we there's a lot of issues in the cosplay community and we want to focus on positive things, you know, and positive ways to overcome these issues. Um, so the first thing we're going to get into just to get out of the way is cosplay bullying, as in uh, what do you consider cosplay bullying? How do you recognize it? And how do you avoid it? Um, I, I'm probably the worst person in the world to talk about this because I have been involved in cosplay bullying stuff, but I am old. So uh, every time I've I've gotten into a situation where I felt like there was bullying involved, I literally just whatever dudes and walk away. Um, but I do know it's like, you know, the, the drama, it's, it's a huge issue. And I think recognizing it is the hardest part because a lot of times it's very passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think about it? Like, like how do you recognize it? And, and if you do recognize it, how do you think, or what do you think is the best way to overcome it? Or, or, you know, at least like, I mean, personally, I'm the type of person who's going to be like, hey, you're an asshole, uh, bye. But I know not everybody feels comfortable doing that. So um, so for me, what I think or I've seen uh, cosplay bullying is someone really tried the hardest in making a, a costume. And to them, that costume means the world to them. It's, they made it so, and let's say the shade in wrong on one little thing. I mean, I've seen people say, hey, man, that's, that's okay. It's not great because the shading's wrong. And it's like, nah, the shading could be whatever shade it wants it to be because at the end of the day, it's cosplay. It's how you want to play that costume. It doesn't have to identify the legit art of the original costume. You know what I mean? So, I mean, for me, um, I actually talked to that person, and this was at Megacon. It was kind of sad. Um, it was at Megacon. And I talked to that person and said, hey, man, like, what, what? Because the person was really sad and they walked away. And a lot of these people you meet at Comic-Con conventions are not the most social people. I don't know how to act in, in social situations. So they went away and I went, went up to this guy. Uh, I was like, hey, uh, wh why did you say that? And he goes, well, the shading's wrong. It's not accurate. I was like, well, what, what is, why does it have to be accurate? What is accurate? He goes, well, it has to be a certain shade to reflect the character. I was like... It doesn't, mate. You know what I mean? It's it's cosplay. You do what you want to do. It doesn't matter. So from that day onwards, I actually, a lot of my costumes, I'll try and mix match colors on purpose. 
Um, for example, <laughs> Captain America. Yeah, just to kind of stick it to the man, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but with the Captain America uh, Winter Soldier one I did, my blue to my top, to my bottoms, to my helmet matched, but the blue to my shield didn't. I did that on purpose. I wanted it a different color. I wanted it something lighter. Just I wanted someone to come up to me and be like, hey, man, that's not the right shade. That's not that. Captain America doesn't even have a blue shield for that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, leave it out. <laughs> just leave it out. That person did really well on that costume. It doesn't matter if it's a different shade. So to me, that's what bullying in the community means. And it's just, it should stop. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's, there's this huge, you know, uh, push to be like screen accurate and everything. And if you really love what you're doing and you're trying hard, that's what should matter. You yeah. know, um, like Becca, like your, your rose quartz from Steven universe is amazing. Is your wig absolutely <laughs> rose quartz accurate? No. Oh my God. Holy mother of God. Like <laughs> unless you're a wig genie, you're not, or you have hundreds of dollars to spend on a wig that yeah. is already, you know, styled. Like you're not going to be Rose Quartz accurate. She's a cartoon character. She's also eight feet tall. So, yeah. and, <laughs> and you're I'm like, like five yeah, five two. five. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> listen, I am five five. I take very seriously, Tara. I'll have you know. And it's official. I am actually officially five five. They measured me at the doctor last month. Yay! You're just short <laughs> compared to me. So. And me. <laughs> Yeah. And you, yeah. yeah. I'm short compared to everybody. And and honestly, like, there's nothing wrong with being a perfectionist, but you don't have to be perfect to have fun and to love what you're doing, you I know? Mean, you can be a perfectionist as a cosplayer, but if you're a perfectionist and you're pointing out the issues with other people's cosplay, that's when it becomes a big mm -hmm. problem. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, so it's not screen accurate. I'm sorry, I can't afford $300 for a pair of boots. Like, for, mm -hmm. I, I did Beth from The Walking Dead. Y'all, I paid $7 for a pair of brown cowboy boots from Miami, okay? And I had the time of my life. And, like, looking back on it, I'm just kind of like, oh, God, that costume was horrible. But, like, it was my first convention, and I was with some amazing people. And I was so tickled that I got a chance to do this. And the fact that, you know, it's like if you see somebody, and um, I guess this is kind of where I'm coming from my standpoint for the bullying, is that, um, and I have a couple different things that bother me, but that's the one. And people always, they do the, the backhanded compliment thing. They're like, oh my God, you look so good. But I don't really remember her, you know, whatever being whatever. And um, like my rose wig, I just got it offline and it was ratty and it was a mess and I cleaned it up and I was so proud of it. And as a Virgo, somebody who's super perfectionist, um, I like, and there were a couple of times and Lauren and Tara will tell you that I was just like, I refuse to wear this. I'm not wearing this ever, ever. I'm not going to be seen in public in it. Um, but I wore it and the, the little girls that saw me as Rose, they knew who I was. I don't know. Like, it was just, it was really cool because they didn't care. 
that my wig was from Amazon and it was fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. They didn't care yeah. that I was wearing my mom's old hoop skirt. You know, they didn't <laughs> care that I was only five five instead of eight feet tall because for them I was that character. And to see the light and love in their eyes was amazing. Yeah, and and yeah, children are. I like shoot when I when I was Pearl at MegaCon Tampa Bay. Uh, I I don't know Adam if that was the day I met. You know what? Yeah, I think it was the day I met you guys. It was yeah. right before the after party. Like, I was Pearl from Steven Universe with the pink wig and everything. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I remember. That wig did not fit my head, and my, like, blonde hair was poking out of it and everything. And, like, I was on a cosplay panel, and there were these kids there who were first-time cosplayers. And there it was a group of Steven Universe and uh, Gravity Falls, and there may have been one other one in there. But they were just, like they just wanted us to answer their questions. They just wanted us to, and, and, and at the end we were, we were like, Oh my God, your cosplays are awesome. Come take pictures with us. And they were so excited to just be part of that community. And I think like, I think that especially like longtime cosplayers have not all the time, but too often they lose that. You know what I mean? They lose that sort of magic. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the other things that I cannot stand, and like I know, you know, Becca and Lauren, you guys have cosplayed the same characters before, uh, mm-hmm. Lexa, especially like uh, the whole oh, only, <laughs> the whole only one person can cosplay a character. Oh my god, drives me crazy. Yeah. Right. drives me crazy. I, I mean, Adam, I don't know if you as a guy have that issue, but like, it's a huge problem with women. Yes, actually, I, I did have that, and it was one of my friends, and it kind of broke my heart a little bit. Um, really? So, yeah, it, it did. Um, he doesn't know that, but now he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to mention who it is. So I was, I was wearing a Spider-Man suit, right? And it was a new Spider-Man suit I bought. I'm, what, 6'2", 205. So I'm kind of a big boy. He comes up to me, goes, aren't you a little too big to wear that? And I don't, and I was like, nah, I go wear what I want. I'm going to rock the shit out of this. You know what I mean? And enjoy it. Given I had to go buy women's Spanx, which is a great thing to wear, gentlemen. Um, (laughs) But it just, it just like little, little comments like that, like, you know, it it doesn't matter who wears it. Anyone could wear it. Height, size, weight, it doesn't matter, man, as long as you rock the shit out of it. And have it's, fun, you know? Exactly, yeah. So. I, I think like the only, like, big issue I've had with it is I created an original character. And then somebody who... I know like follows me all online and everything like create it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like an ex, an ex-boyfriend who very definitely stalks me online um, created like a similar character for his girlfriend. And like, wow. It was like, I, it was, it was, I'm not going to say what character it was. All I'm saying is I created the, it was like, I put this out in like June of last year and I was like, I'm debuting the full costume. I did like a whole like photo shoot with Becca. Actually, she took the photos and, uh, uh, 
yeah, I, I did like a full photo shoot and everything and, and talked about how I put it together and what my idea for it was. And then like get to Dragon Con and this ex of mine has his girlfriend wearing like almost the same thing. And I was like, yeah, but like, no, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> but you know, but you know what I mean? Like we, like I know people who flip their shit about people wearing the same costumes as them. And I just don't understand it. Like mm-hmm. we're all portraying, especially if you're portraying like an actual, like a legit character, not an original thing, not a mashup that you created. Like, you want to be Spider... Like, I'm, I, I want to cosplay Spider-Gwen. Am I going to be mad at somebody who wants to cosplay Spider-Gwen? What the... F- you know what I mean? Like, again, Becca and Lauren, you guys both do Lexa. Do you have problems with each other cosplaying Lexa? No. If anything, we've bonded with the I Lexas mean, that we've met. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, because, you know, like, everybody has... And, like, what I've really noticed is that... And this is kind of unique, I suppose, um, is that these these people who have all cosplayed Lexa their heads together like um I know Ragemore literally literally drew a diagram for my drape for my fabric for my cape and she is one of like she's if you google Lexa cosplay she's like the first person that pops up and it's like all these people cosplaying Lexa were so willing to help each other out I mean like hey I got this for a discount you know like I bought this belt here and you, it's just, you know, you can get it. And like, we all helped each other out. And I think that's really rare. Um, and I mean, like there, there has been some cattiness as far as, you know, stuff like that goes, but no, like, like I love when my friends cosplay the same thing as me, especially if we're all in the same room. Like, Oh my God, please do it. Like it is so much like Lauren and I, like we'll stand, we took a bunch of pictures of like each other and Alexa and us together as Lexa. And we were like, we're both Lexa. And it was, like it was so much fun and we bonded so much like plus a you, lot of tears and blood <laughs> plus you get to trade props so that works yes, <laughs> yeah yes, yes. and <laughs> you ever forget your bendy charm like mm-hmm. I have there's always another one yeah, yep. yeah. yeah exactly no and like I reached into my bag because I encountered this one girl I was actually a megacon um, in Orlando, and she didn't like she didn't have one. And so I ran back and I like glued it to her forehead, and she. I know. Do we lose Becca? Yeah, I think. Like, yeah. I'm here. Oh, there you go. There you go. You okay. were breaking up for a second. Oh, okay. Saying that we that I gave her like the bendy charm, and like yeah, Lauren and I have uh, traded swords. We have traded knives like (laughs) well and I and that's the thing like I maybe maybe it's something about being friends outside of and or before cosplay that helps you not you know want to be part of that drama because like I know people who are friends with others, you know, cosplay friends and, and they just flip their lids when somebody wants to cosplay the same things as them. And it's like, I get it. If you're, if you're doing a photo shoot, you know, where only there can only be, you know, say it's, it's uh, the 100. So only one Lexa, only one Clark. Okay, fine. But like, 
you can't stop your friends from wearing a costume that like from a character that they really care about just because you're doing it. And, mm -hmm. and it, I really, it bothers me that that seems to be a, like a problem. I, I don't even know if that's, yeah. And and it is it is a form of cosplay bullying because it's like especially with social media and everything. Probably ten years ago, it didn't this didn't exist in this way, mm -hmm. but now it's kind of like oh, I can post this passive aggressive status about how angry I am that this you know casual acquaintance of mine from conventions is wearing the same cosplay as I am or is is cosplaying the same character as I am, and it's like get over yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I've seen people, like, lash out on social media, and I know Lauren is actually, and Lauren and Tara and I have all been in the same room when this is happening, and we're just, like, like they post a status, and then it's just, it's, like, you might as well just tag somebody in it, okay? We mm -hmm. all know who you're talking about, um, and it it hurts because, like, I've seen people who have been so excited to cosplay something and then you have this cosplay hierarchy this cosplay tyranny that comes out where you know this character dictator is like uh no that character is mine uh you can't cosplay that character ever i've seen people in tears i have seen people just completely devastated and it should not be that way mm -hmm. this is for fun we're here to support each other and like with lauren and i like whenever we were both lexa like, 110%. Like, I don't care that she's doing the same cosplay as me. Like, it's even fun that way. Well, I mean, a simple a simple, um, a simple, fix for that is you could do different variations of that same character. Exactly. And that's what you know I mean. But the thing is, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to. Like, At the same time. Yeah. Right. Um, so... Yeah, cos cosplay bullying is kind of a – it's a hot topic. Um, I don't want to spend too much time talking about it just because everybody is expe has experienced it, and, and it's negative. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing. Don't be an asshole. Uh, everybody can wear what they want to wear, mm -hmm. no matter what they look like. No matter what sex they are, uh, if you want to wear the same costume as somebody else, regardless of whether or not you've seen it online before, like uh, granted, there's a there's a line that you need to draw with fan art and stuff where you should probably ask the person mm -hmm. who drew the original fan art if they're okay with you recreating that as a cosplay. Nine times out of ten, they are never going to say no as long as you give them credit because it is more, you know, like like it, it's good vibes for them. It's it's more like you know, uh, press and everything for them. Um, but also, you know, the the whole the the thing that really irks me is the idea of friends, you know, not feeling like they can wear the same cosplays as each other. And I think that if you're a halfway decent person, you're not going to give a crap if your friend wears the same cosplay as you. Hey, man. Yeah, I, I mean, agree, man. There have been a couple of times where I've just been kind of like, like I've had a moment of, oh, okay. 
but then I get over it because I mean if you were I don't know like I can I can understand that so it's not just to be like every single person who's ever felt that emotion ever is oh yeah but like no 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 yeah if you intentionally bully somebody about it then yeah like exactly (laughs) I mean there's trust me I it's why I stopped cosplaying Cersei at major conventions because I got tired of seeing girls who are way hotter than I was cosplaying her. Like, let's be real. Uh, I don't have anything against them. I never, you know, it was never like, oh God, how, how dare they cosplay Cersei? It was just like, wow, she's prettier than me. She's skinnier than me. She's whatever than me. Uh, so I'm not going to cosplay Cersei at these major conventions because I can't stack up to that. And I've gotten over that over the years, but it, it, you know, it is a, it's not wrong to feel bad that someone else is doing the same cosplay as you, but unless they are legit stealing your idea Mm -hmm. for like an original thing, you have no right to be angry, like Mm -hmm. to be, to feel weird, to feel upset, to feel insecure is normal to feel angry that's bullying especially if you act on it like in in addition to what tara's saying is um so i'm defending women here for a second men think the same thing ladies um they do and sorry man i'm gonna rouse out so men actually think the same thing so um i saw a guy uh, dressed as captain america and i mean he was big broad shoulders he had a strong chin and here i am in my cats and costume captain america costume i was like man that guy looks way better i wish i was the size of that guy i wish i had that kind of chin so don't worry ladies men think the same thing too i promise you we just don't admit it i'm probably gonna get jumped when i get to my car (laughs) but i'm just saying you know don't think that it's just you ladies are thinking that and you shouldn't do you, man? You know, um, like, like I keep saying, I'm just gonna keep saying it. Hashtag rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we've talked about cosplay bullying quite a bit. We'll move on. Um, okay, so the next big topic is: is the idea of being cosplay famous oversaturating the community? Um, and is there a way to make yourself known? Yeah. Is there a way to make yourself known while still being a positive member of the community versus like, I, I, I heard something at some point that was like, it's all just, you know, if you're trying to be cosplay famous, it's a competition. Everybody's in competition. So you can't trust anybody. It's sort of like a beauty pageant. Uh, so like, can you make yourself known while still being a positive member of the community? And also, should you ever rely on just cosplay to make it big? And we have other things, or I have one other thing that kind of piggybacks onto this that we'll get into in a bit. But um, do I think that the idea of being cosplay famous is oversaturating the community? Yeah, I do. Because... I, do I have a problem with it? Not necessarily. I get why it's happening. Um, but, you know, I, and I don't want to say anybody's not a true fan or anything like that. Um, but I do think that there are way too many people pushing to be cosplay famous when 
there's not any money in it, you guys. Like, unless you are Jessica Negri or Yaya Han or uh, Marie Claude, who is at MegaCon Tampa Bay, who is, by the way, amazing. Like, there is no way to be at that level at this point. There are too many people who are fighting for it. And I do think it is harming the cosplay community and that, you know, they're, they're just, there are people who are out there who are literally going to do their best to make you fail so that they can succeed. Just like any sort of other, uh, I hate to keep making this comparison, but sort of beauty pageant, uh, you know, you know, society, um, like, like, can you rely on just cosplay to, to make it big anymore? No, I really don't think you can unless you are, unless you are just so insanely amazing at everything. Like you literally have to be amazing at sewing. You have to be amazing at armor making. You have to be amazing at prop making. You can't just be good at one thing. You have to be perfect at all of them. And the people who are big now, they started doing this 10, 15 years ago. And they are good at all those things because they've been doing it forever. And I mean, I had people asking me at MegaCon Tampa Bay, how do you get to be a cosplay guest? And it's like, I have no idea how I got here. Like, I really don't. Mm -hmm. Like, I really don't. Uh, so, I don't know. What do you guys think about the idea of being cosplay famous? Lauren, we haven't heard from you in a while. She pauses. Wait, I, you said... You broke up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I said, Lauren, we haven't heard from you in a while. What do you think about the idea of being cosplay famous? Um. Well... I don't have a cosplay page yet, um, but I do think that, I mean, I get the whole beauty pageant sabotage yourself, um, but we all have a beautiful and lovely friend named Izzy, um, and Izzy is such a good cosplayer, one, first of all, yes, we all love her, um, but two, she also shares her friends, and Rachel, too, shares her friends' cosplay page pictures all over with po nothing but positive vibes, and I think that's really how you spread because I followed people that Izzy has shared or that Rachel has shared mm -hmm. just because I'm like, wow, what a gorgeous cosplay that is, you know? And I think that's the way you can really, how it should be done, but that's me and I'm nice and I like to compliment people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but the, the whole sabotage thing and it's just, it happens. I, think it's, I like, I think honestly, it's kind of stupid. I, I saw it happen recently. I won't go into detail, mm -hmm. but I, I was like upfront and personal with a sabotage attempt mm -hmm. and it half worked, which is what upsets me the most. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. you know, and, and I just, who the fuck cares y'all mm -hmm. like we are all recreating for the most part unless you are again creating your own cosplays that are completely original or like like i'm thinking about creating an original cosplay based on my new dungeons and dragons character that i've created because apparently i'm i play dungeons and dragons now 
Best uh, ever. Yeah. So, so like, apparently I'm doing that, but like, unless you're doing something like that where you're creating, or, or like with my Disney princess Kylo Ren, where you're creating a mashup or an entirely new character, you are just recreating things that other people have already created. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to be, you know, I, I, but everybody wants to make it big and people think that cosplay is this like new way to do it. And let me tell you, it's not like I, I got lucky. Um, I have other things. This, I, I hate to say this. It sounds so stuck up, but I have other things going for me. I have a degree. I am a public speaker. Um, I get to moderate panels with, you know, truly famous guests and they know, you know, the the people that run these conventions, they know that I can handle that. Uh, They also know that I can run my own panels. And if I didn't have that, there's absolutely no way I would be a guest at most of these conventions. And I still, to this day, don't, really know how people who don't have anything other than cosplay again other than the big names like marie claude and and yaya han and jessica negri i don't have any idea how these other people get to be guests mm-hmm. yeah i mean i mean i'm in agreement with you i think it is oversaturated and it you, listen if you're trying to get cosplay famous it's not gonna happen um and I, I say that because I DJ um, for a lot of the cons. So I was like, hey, man, this could be it. This could be the stepping stone of getting famous as a DJ. But I reevaluated that because I saw a lot of these stuck-up cosplay people, unfortunately, um, that doesn't share. Uh, I mean, with, with Tara, I met Tara at MegaCon, and mm-hmm. she, she had a booth. And we just started conversating, me, her, and Brian. And from there, we just became friends. And she's not, you know, that's a whole nother topic. My point being, <laughs> my point being, I could rant on for days, man. Us English people could go on, man. We could rant, give us anything we rant. <laughs> bloody, oh, if we get into the weather, I'll talk about that for days. Um, but my point being is trying to get cosplay famous is not going to happen because I tried it from a different angle as a DJ to get in there with my cosplay as well and it's just it's not working out for me even though i've done four shows now uh for megacon and tampa as a dj for the 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 after pies it doesn't matter who i am i'm just a guy who's up there pressing play you know what i mean (laughs) and there's just no room anymore in this world for that because it's overpopulated by the amount of cosplay people. I mean, if you go to a Comic-Con today and you're wearing normal clothes, you're the odd one out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So everyone, technically, everyone is cosplay famous. It's just whether people want to like your page. That's it, really, you know? Oh, yeah, um, I have like 380, I, I have less than 400 likes on my page. And it's not even, but the thing is, it's not a cosplay page. <laughs> And I've right. never promoted it as that. So it's like, and, and you know, I like I made money at my booth at Megacon Tampa Bay. I made less money than Jenna 
uh, uh, Scarlet Rose at mm -hmm. Scarlet Rose. She's amazing. She's I made dope. way less money than she did because she was selling pictures of herself. Guess what I'm doing at Mega Connor Orlando? Selling pictures of myself, <laughs> which I never thought I'd do. Like, I have nothing against it. I just find it weird. I don't feel like, why Why would anybody want a picture of me? That's That's, but if they do, um, I was asked for them so many times that like, okay, I'm, I'm going to give in, I'm going to do this. Uh, but I mean, you know, it, it's no matter how much you have, no matter how much else you have going on, people always expect something more, I think. And I, I mean, I don't know, Lauren, Becca, like, what do you guys think about like, cause you guys see it from a different angle. Cause Becca, like you helped me with my booth last year and everything. So. What are you asking? Like, what do you mean? Like what, how do I, I mean, I don't know. Like the, the, like the, yeah, the cosplay famous thing. Like, do you get it? Cause I don't, I still to this day don't get it. I mean, I understand why people want to be cosplay famous. And I feel that, I mean, if you want to like, and I'm not trying to be like catty, but if you guys, not you guys, sorry. If you want to shame somebody for having aspirations to be cosplay famous, like, you know, I think I think that's like if they want to be cosplay famous, that's fine. Let them do that. If they want to market themselves as a cosplayer, if they want to throw their own money at it, that is totally. Oh fine. yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm not shaming anybody for wanting it at all. I'm just mm -hmm. saying, um, it's I mean, probably not going to happen. Well, I mean, it's not. It's it's overpopulated. Okay. Well, I mean, so like, let them do it. Even if they want to try. Even if they want, you know, if they want the attention, that's fine. That's them, you know. And if they want to do that, like that doesn't affect me. Um, the self sabotage or the the sabotaging thing, like beauty pageants, like I I understand that. I do. Um, I'm very grateful that I have not met too many cosplay famous people. Um, I am in the, I do know somebody who is trying to become cosplay famous and she has stepped on so many people to get there mm -hmm. and it's not worth it for like, it, for me looking outside, you know? And so I think that Jill and Izzy, like they work really, really hard and they earn the likes that they have on their Facebook page, but you know, like it, okay. So somebody has a million likes versus 10 likes, like. I don't know, that doesn't make them any less of a cosplayer, but in some people's mind, I think that's what they think. To be a successful cosplayer. To be a successful yeah. cosplayer means that you put on a costume that you made or that you bought and you wear it. That is successful cosplay. And yeah. so I'm not, well you know, so I'm not trying to like, I, I don't I don't know. I, I think that if people want to market themselves as cosplayers and they want to try to become cosplay famous, like how is that any different than somebody trying to market themselves going to every single modeling agency in New York City. You know, now if you are hurting other people and if you're, you know, trying to if you're, you know, stepping on the peasants to get up there, like that's wrong. See, obviously. Becca, do you do you know this is how I see why people want to become cosplay famous. And this is my insight to it. Mm -hmm. Is we live I'm gonna get a little melodramatic. That's oh fine. God. <laughs> but what I'm saying, so I'll make it real quick. I know I could drag on a little bit. Um, so we live in a really kind of shitty world right now, where it's just lots and lots of negatives out in the real world, right? Mm -hmm. 
when you go to a Comic-Con convention, for me, it's the most positive, happy place in the world. Everyone's happy as shit. Everyone looks great. It's just, for me, it's a positive vibe. So that is an escape from reality. When you go to a convention and you see these these superstars, right? And I, I had the pleasure of meeting a lot of these, you know, big, big stars in the cosplay world. You imagine oh man, they don't have to work and live in this miserable world that I do. They get to do this all the time and they get paid. Mm-hmm. And then I I think my insight is people's like, I want to be cosplay famous so I could kind of escape this reality and live in this reality where everything makes sense to me okay. and I'm comfortable mm-hmm. okay. and I'm accepted. That's, okay, that's that, how that I makes, see like, why. Like That makes sense. I thought you guys were talking about like, my famous mark. No, like I, I understand what you. Oh. Oh. No, you're here. You're here. You're breaking up a little bit, but you're here. Yeah, everything's frozen on my end. Oh no. Becca, yeah, Becca, Becca. Oh. Goodbye forever, Becca. Am I here? Yeah, you're here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still trying to block my cat litter boxes. In the <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm still trying to block my cat litter boxes. No, it just, um, okay, sorry. I'm like, no, like, I understand now what you mean because, like, <clears throat> like, whenever you. No, is she gone again? Nope. But, but just, just, just to conclude that little speech, I feel that is a subconscious thought by a lot of cosplayers because you're not going in there and you're thinking, oh shit. Like, this is it. This is the world I want to live in. It's a subconscious thought. It's an escape. And we all escape reality in some ways. Mine is by going to the gym. That's how I escape reality. Or Comic-Con conventions where I'm accepted into a crowd that I could be weird as shit. You know what I mean? So that's why I think people want to be cosplay famous. Okay, I missed everything you just said. Can you guys hear me or see me? Now we can. Now we can, yeah. And then she sat on a kettle. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I missed whatever he said. No, I thought you guys at first you guys were talking about like people who were trying to market because like I did theater, and me, me too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, and... why does she always it always cuts out at the same time? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> it always cuts out. Becca, I get what you're saying. Like, no, we were not saying that people shouldn't try. What we're right. saying is, good luck. It's probably not going to happen. Right. Uh, it is an oversaturated community. And, and actually, that kind of leads into the next thing I was going to talk about, which is um, easy way out. Uh, let's be real. The easy way out is buying likes for your Facebook page. If you have a decent amount of money to set aside, you can buy likes for a Facebook page. Um, Personally, I have not done it. I know somebody who did it as a joke, not for a cosplay page, but for a fake convention page. Um, this person bought 11,000 likes for like $50. And I also was, it was brought to my attention that somebody who has been a guest, a cosplay guest, at the past couple of conventions I've been to, um, was buying Facebook likes. And I, I thought, you know, sure, whatever. They, that can't really be legit, right? No, no, it is legit. I looked into it. Um, 
like 20,000 likes it, like easily uh and and you know so like here I am with just under 400 likes on my Facebook page and uh but mine are organic so when I post something on my Facebook page especially if I promote it you know if I spend five dollars to promote it or if I share mm -hmm. it on my personal page it will get you know that much attention like mm -hmm. close to 400 people will see it um versus these people who buy likes they look like they have these likes but and granted you know if, if you're just coming in there as as you know a fan or whatever it looks like okay this person has 20,000 likes you can't see how many people have actually seen or been impressed upon with their post. So it looks, okay, great. They have 20,000 or, or 200,000 or 500,000 likes. Um, the problem is like conventions, they don't seem to realize that that's how their cosplay guests have so many likes. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, my thing is like, my Facebook page isn't really a cosplay page. It's kind of a, I have cosplay on there, but it's kind of a general page. Um, you know, so like, would you ever consider buying likes? Do you think it's cheating? Uh, and, and also it takes about five minutes, if that, to, to determine whether or not somebody has that, has actually 20,000 likes or whether, they have purchased them because mm -hmm. they're it, it's like really obvious when they have purchased their likes why don't because can i can tell you from personal experience um not because i haven't done it or not because like i've had to do it because like my conventions that i run are too small for cosplay guests but i've looked into fellow cosplay guest pages and you know for several conventions and uh it's really easy to tell if they're buying their likes why don't conventions do that research because it's too much they mm -hmm. don't want to do that yeah it's inconvenient yeah yeah they don't they don't want to do the whole reach around they just want to see it dead on <sighs> and oh they have twenty thousand likes let's let's book them you know here's a rule of fun um, which uh, Kevin Poor was uh, told me by Morgan. How you know if it's in a real a real account is at least five percent of your fan base, your likes will like your posts or pictures or whatever it is. So if it's less than five percent of your likes, then they bought them. You know, and let's be real. I mean, I thought about buying likes too because I got turned down by a con because I didn't have enough likes so I was like oh all right I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some likes I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy them all and I looked into it and I was like no nah, that's cheating that's not true to myself that's not who I want to be so I mean look at it but don't do it it's like stealing your soul you know you're not being true to yourself or being true to your talent and it's not fair to others either personally yeah you know it, it's really not fair because you can have a million likes and have a shitty attitude or a shit DJ, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and it's just not fair to everyone around you. 
the convention. Which BS, by the way, you were not a shitty DJ. You were a great DJ. We had a blast at that after party. Um, but I mean, like, I don't know. Becca, Lauren, what do you guys think? Like, would you, if you found out that a convention was touting, like, a super famous cosplayer and they had bought all of these, like, hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of likes, like, do you think that's... Who does that? Who is that on? Is that on the cosplay or is that on the convention? I think it's on the. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of. Uh, I kind of had a recent, not experience, but where I had to unfollow a cosplayer that I met at MegaCon last year. She was a guest and beautiful girl, beautiful cosplayer, like wonderful costumes. But in the past six months, her cosplay page has been nothing but clickbait about, like, check out these butts in cosplay and stuff like that. And it's, she has her own clickbait site now. So I, and that's all she posts anymore. And it's not, mm. I just don't feel like that's not why I followed her to begin with. So I unfollowed her. And she's super sweet, super nice. We partied a little bit together at MegaCon. And, but, you know, I just think it's. I mean, that's not why I follow cosplayers is because I think that they're going to, you know, share. So all the people that bought their likes are going to, or the other way around. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think it's not, it's not true to cosplay nature for me. It's just well, kind of, and, and, and like Instagram famous. When people, when people buy likes, most times they're from other countries and they're like bot accounts. Trust mm -hmm. me. Like I yeah. said, I personally have never done it. I do know somebody who did it as uh, sort of a joke oh. type situation. I think I know um, what you're talking about, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I do know somebody who did it as sort of a joke type situation, and it was involved, it was like a convention page, not a cosplay page, but like. It's really easy to tell when they're fake. So like, mm -hmm. uh, I, I just, it, it, it really frustrates me because not because I'm that awesome, but to be honest, I have friends like cosplay friends who are stellar, like whether or not they want to be a cosplay guest or anything, I guess that's up to them, but they are stellar at what they do and they're, they yeah. put up tutorials and they're helpful and they're, they may not be the most beautiful people. They may not be the mo the skinniest people or they may be, but they aren't buying likes. So their page has 2000 likes versus, you know, this cosplay page that has, you know, 200,000 likes. And it's like, I've not heard of I, I mean I've been a cosplay guest at two soon to be three conventions and it's like I've heard of like 40% of the people I've been a guest with and with as much as I have been in the system in cosplay if I haven't heard of you then I'm not important but if I haven't heard of you at all ever then like where are your likes coming from? Mm -hmm. Like, ooh. <laughs> I literally just, like, I literally just pulled this up. 
on my phone here um just like look at like buying likes and stuff because it says promote page likes and you can't see it but um and you have because like i was just i was just curious so i went and looked at it um to promote my starshine's adventures page which is like my general whatever um two dollars a day reaches 29.1000 and 76.7 thousand people a day that's yeah. two dollars and if you run it for a week that's fourteen dollars reaching these people and then you know you can get up this is fifteen dollars here it's 122.1 thousand people and 321.9 thousand people and i just what is oh it's tara rummaging around so i just was yep. like i don't know i went and looked at it and i was like interesting I mean, I know, like, I know Facebook marketing because I do it for my conventions. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, when we do it, it's very specific. It's like we say we want this post to run for this long. So say mm -hmm. a week for $50 and we want it to reach, you know, this many people and we want them to be interested in these three or five things. Uh, do not promote this to the people who already like our page because uh, that's annoying which i get all the time like people mm -hmm. do not know how to run facebook ads and i get promotions for shit i already like and i'm like i already like your page why are, why are you showing this to me but um you know it, it, it's like for 50 bucks like you can get tens of thousands of page impressions if you do it right and that's like legit advertising but buying likes is an yeah. entirely different thing because it's it's just they will send your shit out to bot accounts and then yeah you have 20,000 likes all of a sudden but none of them are actually going to add to anything you do like you can post things and it's not going to garner any attention and and I guess mm. it's it's sad to me that conventions don't put two and two together with that. Um, that they don't understand that when they, you know, book these guests that have tens of thousands of likes, that they're getting somebody who, I don't know, let's see, Megacon Tampa Bay may not show up to their booth at all. Like, we had a guest that was two or three booths down from us that she didn't Shit. they didn't show up until uh you know like like two hours after the convention no here the convention was from four to nine on friday they showed up at seven uh saturday they showed up late in the morning and sunday they didn't and, and they left early they didn't come to the after party and they didn't show up sunday at all except for to didn't pack come up to the after party who didn't come to the after party Hmm. <laughs> now, but I think, but I like, think... but again, you know, and and then we've got people like like Scarlet Rose and Gothic Sushi and um, oh God, Tori, what is her? Uh, Siren, uh, Siren Croft, Siren Croft. I did not know these girls at all before Megacon Tampa Bay, but I'd heard of them, and none none of them are insanely cosplay famous. They are all kind of in the yeah few thousand to maybe if they're lucky 20,000 likes but I had heard of all three of them because I had friends who knew them and 
like knew that they were legitimate. I, I just, you can buy tens of thousands of likes, but if somebody who's been in the cosplay community has not for, for a decade almost has not heard of you, then you're no one. I don't, I should Listen, be. I should, I, oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. I was just going to say like, I didn't even know who, what is it? Nigiri? Nigri? Is that her name? Uh, Jessica Nigri, yeah. Yeah, her. I didn't even know who she was until like two weeks ago because I live under a rock. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I know who Yaya Han is though because, you know, the secrets of the Yaya sisterhood, but. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't even know, I didn't even know Yaya myself until maybe two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So, surprised. I mean. Well, I mean, to be fair, I didn't know uh, Marie-Claude uh, Bourbonnet until MegaCon Tampa Bay. And she is super popular. And by the way, the sweetest person you'll ever meet. Like, her and her boyfriend, they make shit like, like, like person-sized, like, mechs and shit. Like, they, they are... They they craft, they do latex, like they make all of their own stuff and, and they are amazing. Like, and she is the nicest, the nicest person you'll ever meet. She had the booth next to me at Megacon Tampa Bay, and I had never heard of her. And she was super famous and she was such a sweetheart. Like but she's also from Canada, that may be part of it. Canadians the best. Yeah, but, but you know, like, you get famous by being talented, but also by just generally being a nice person. Like, I can't mm. count how many times I've been to conventions, even with actual, like, actor guests and everything, where it's like, you could be super famous, but nobody wants to interact with you because you're a jerk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's, with cosplay, it's it's even, you know, magnify that times 10. Like, okay, uh, uh, Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica. He's dead now. He, I know, he died. R.I.P. because he was amazing. Um, but, like, he went to all these conventions. He was in the original Battlestar. He was in the new Battlestar. He was in all sorts of other like fan films and stuff. He was so nice. He was so fun on panels. And like you go up to him and he would talk to you for 20 minutes at his booth. Mm -hmm. Like he made time for you. And so many people loved him because of that. Like as a cosplayer, if you want to be cosplay famous, you really have to you have to go that extra mile. You can't just be a hot body. You have to be friendly and approachable and you have to have something else going for you, whether it's oh being well spoken or like Marie and, and her boyfriend being like these just amazing creators, you know, Yaya Han, uh, she's a businesswoman. And that's a nice way of saying it, I guess. <laughs> she's a businesswoman. She's a very intelligent businesswoman. Um, you know, like you have to have something else going for you. And there's too many people. Tara, let me, let me chime in real quick. Cause I've got really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
to go to go back on what you were saying about the the likes and advertising, right? Advertising does get you likes because people check actually check out your page, and those are real people checking out your page, following you for mm -hmm. real. Put in the hard work, man. Don't try and find an easy way out. It's not going to work. Hard work is, for example, every Sunday uh, I do a live feed at my mate Morgan's house as a DJ for an hour, and I put on Facebook Live and do all that, and it attracts the audience. I'm putting in the hard work to let them know who I am and what I can do as a DJ. Do that. So get a Twitch account going and you know label it as making cosplay or make it interesting, interact with people. That's how you get cosplay famous is by interacting with people. Give incentive for people to like to come and watch you. You know, so that's that's one point out of the way. Um, with that bloody rant, I forgot the other two. So you got the chat, and I'll think about it. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, really, like, and, and that's that's kind of what I'm saying, like, what we're doing right now, we're taking a little over an hour out of our time on a Saturday night to put ourselves out there. Um, mm. So, you know, me, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at a Geek Saga, A-G-E-E-K-S-A-G-A. -E -E so where can we find you guys? Adam? Go ahead, go ahead ladies. I'll let the ladies go first. Becca. Um, okay, I have a. I do, sorry, it's me. and I'm also tickled, tickled by Adam and his his accent. Uh, uh, oh I like God, that you said tickled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. You should. Yeah, I've got words. Um, <laughs> um, you can find me uh, on Facebook um, at Starshine's Adventures. Uh, S H I N E S and then adventures. Um, and then I also have a photography page, which is Starshine Photography Studios. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty. And I'm on oh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Starshine on Fire. And then I don't know, I'm all over the place. I don't even remember where I am anymore. Lauren, do you have a Twitter? I you do, do right? but I don't use it. I, and I just looked up my Instagram name. I use it sometimes. Um, <laughs> you can't find me on Facebook, at least not unless you're personal with me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's E L in real life, like L Lauren. I don't. I made it up. I don't know. Um, but it's E L I N R E A L L I F E. And that's Instagram. Yeah. I post cosplay stuff on there. I only have like nine photos though, so. <laughs> There's a picture you, back Adam? on there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, um, I don't. I, I do have a Jitter account. I call it Jitter because it's like Jitter, you know. Oh, I got a Jitter account. <laughs> um, I never use it, so I'm probably going to shut that down just because it's, it's too much social media. I try to stay away from the phone as much as possible. Doesn't ever happen. Um, but I do um, Facebook. You find me on uh, my DJ pages, Da Vinci DC, um, but it's spelt without an A. So it's D V I N C I D C for dog cat, meaning deceptive cadence. Um, I like a play of words. So, you know, like the creator, play of words, deceptive cadence. Um, and then that is exactly the same as my Instagram. So feel free to have a look, check it out, and yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I know I know I've liked your uh your 
DJ Facebook page. Yeah, I'm, looking, yeah. I'm looking for your DJ Facebook page now. What was it? You said it was D what? Da Vinci even? Uh-huh. Yeah, da Vinci. So it's D-V-I-N-C-I-D-C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. It's the like the apostrophe V I N C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. V I N C I. Sorry, sorry. So I mean, if you, if you know, if anyone's around, every Sunday at five o'clock, I'll be doing a power hour, um, and this weekend it's actually you request I play a power hour. So Ooh. you request whatever song you want, and I'll do my best to try and mix it in. So yeah, join actually, in. It'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, so yeah, like uh. Wrapping it up, um, we had some other things that we were going to talk about. We're already at about an hour, a little over an hour. Um, And to be honest, some of the other things were kind of like, does anybody know anybody who, does anybody know cosplayers who charge people to take their photo? Because I've literally never had that happen to me. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Like, I'm, I'm a cosplay guest. And I've never charged somebody to take my photo. That seems odd. Uh, So, you know, just don't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think that's kind of the consensus. Uh, Don't charge people to take your photo. Um, And conversate, man. Conversate with them. These people yeah. came. These people came out to see you. Even if they're weird, it doesn't matter. They came to see you. Bloody talk to them. Cause yesterday I wasn't there. A friend was at a con, and she, she's kind of famous. Basically, two two young gentlemen went to go see her, and she completely just ignored them. Um, didn't didn't make eye contact. Didn't conversate with them. And as it is. I wasn't there, so I, I don't know if they were heartbroken, but it's just talk to a man. Like, that's why you sit in the booth. You, you sit yeah. there and interact with fans. And, and, and to be fair, like, have I been, like, in somewhat uncomfortable, like, conversations? Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, you kind of have to know how to stomach that if you want to be a cosplay guest. Mm-hmm. Like you really just, I'm not saying suck it up. If somebody's really, if somebody is really like bothering you or, or stalking you or something, please like cosplay is not consent. Say something. But, uh, we are in an industry where people don't necessarily have the best social skills. So there's a difference between, being uncomfortable because somebody doesn't have the best social skills and somebody being just like really, you know, bothersome. Um, so kind of learn how to tell the difference, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and know that as a regular cosplayer, I guess, like if you're just out on the floor, you kind of do what you're going to do. But as a guest behind a booth, you know, like, there, there's a difference between somebody who's just being kind of awkwardly conversational and somebody who is, uh, like, really bothering you. I mean, like, I, I just, like you were saying, I learned to tell the difference. Um, 
a lot of people I've noticed for I'm just gonna use this because this seems to happen more often um, if a male comes up to a female cosplayer and tries to start up a conversation with them like later I'll hear the girl be like oh my god he was so creepy he was so gross and he wasn't at all like he just like Tara was saying, like you have to learn how to read the temperature. Just because somebody is talking to you does not mean that they want to grab your butt or your boobs or they want to slither into bed with you. Like, you know, for some mm. of these people, like they really, they really, really want to see you and they they're excited that you're cosplaying their favorite character. Are there some odd ones out there? Yes, definitely. Um, but I think these people get this whole like, ew, he like touched me and wants to talk to me. Um, yeah. And I yeah, think and I, I almost feel like a lot of the time that's kind of yeah. Not all the time, but a lot of the time that's kind of I like mean, mm. like like use your use your common sense. Like like my little brother has Asperger's and he's super awkward sometimes. And he's not creepy. He doesn't mean to be creepy at all. And you know, so like just as as a cosplayer and as a figure, you have to learn how to deal with a crowd. You have to learn how to deal with people. If you can not, and if you want to be nasty to people for no reason, like mm -hmm. just don't bother, just don't mm -hmm. bother. And like, I, you know, like as a cosplayer, you know, you are performing some kind of a theater type deal. Um, so you have to you have to learn how to talk to people and interact with them, and don't always assume that somebody wants to, you know, like feel you up or something. Like, yeah, there are a lot of creepy people out there, like a ton of creepy people, but for the most part, they're just harmless, and they just want a picture with you, like. And and again, like that's where the cosplay is not consent thing comes in. Mm -hmm. um, I personally have never had a problem with a person who actually was interested in my cosplay ever. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a bad situation at Dragon Con one time, and it was some random dude who just like I was bending over getting something out of my bag and he ran up and smacked my ass and then ran away. Wow. Yeah. 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 Like smacked my ass so hard that I almost like fell into a cement planter. It was, it was bad. And like I had to stop my ex from chasing after him. It, it was, it was like really bad, but I don't think he was actually somebody who was there for Dragon Con. I think he was like, Ew. yeah, yeah. There was nothing. There was. I was wearing Starbucks. Okay, like I don't. I don't mean to do that whole like. Oh, I wasn't even wearing anything sexy. But it's true. There was no reason for him to do that except for the fact that I was bending over to get something out of my bag, like. So. Does shit happen? Absolutely it does. Report it if it does. I've mm -hmm. I've been part of a group that reported it. Like my friend had somebody literally reach his hand up her skirt and like grab her ass at Dragon Con one time. Like wow. does it happen? It absolutely does. But 99.9% of the time it's not the dudes you think it's going to be. It's not the, it's not the, I don't even want to say dudes. It's not the people you think it's going to be. It really isn't. Like, it's, it's not that awkward guy who exactly. just wants to have a conversation with you. Exactly. It's somebody like, else. And, and defending those awkward, shy guys, remember you're women. Men are terrified of women, especially when you're not hardly wearing anything. You know, 
especially guys at comic cons like socially awkward guys they, they don't know how to, to approach that kind of situation so yeah they are gonna mumble or maybe stare yeah or, you know but don't think that they're gonna jump you they're not they're just yes it's yes. hard and that's yes. coming from a guy you know so just remember that like you, you don't dangle the bloody carrot in front of the man or, or boy and expect him not to be all googly eye over it, you know, or don't know what to do with the bloody carrot. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and that, and that exactly, like, that's, it, it's not even about dangling a carrot. It's like, <laughs> these are the, like, we are all, oh my God, like, I was, I, I'm not anymore, but I used to be so awkward and like shy and everything and and I, like i said i every problem i've ever had at a convention and there have been very very few very few like two or three ever in the 36 or something plus conventions i've gone to um it's not been that guy or that girl who is sort of like awkward and, and like, doesn't, you know, they're talking to you and it seems kind of awkward and it's like, what do I say in response to them? What are they saying to me? It's always been some random effing person who just like says something as they're passing or smacks your ass as they run by. Like it's, it's literally never been the person who wants to actually have a conversation with you. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen but I feel like it's super rare that it does. Yeah, I mean, I've only had uh, one, like I'm still amazed when people take pictures of me in my cosplay because I'm awkward and shy and I don't ever take pictures, but um, I've only had one bad experience. It was actually from like a professional photographer that was at the convention and he got all creepy up in my face, which had nothing to do with my cosplay. So you couldn't even tell what the cosplay was because he was in my face with a giant professional camera. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so on that note, we're approaching an hour and a half, which is way longer than I meant to go with this. But I think we've, are Lauren and Becca both frozen? I think oh, like they are. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are. are. All right, so I'm going to end this live broadcast. Uh, but thank you guys all for joining in, especially since it was kind of last minute. I, uh, you know, I don't plan very well lately. I have, I have literally no free time. So it was like, yay, I have a night. Let's do this. Um, so yeah, so thank you guys all for joining in. And if anybody wants to talk to any of us, uh, you can find me at a geek saga on like everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever. Becca is starshine on fire. I know on Twitter and Instagram at least. Um, Lauren is questionable. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's Hold on. That one. There, there you go. go. What is it? There like? you go. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I, life, I, yeah, I okay. did I did tweet yeah. it. I did tweet everybody's things and, and Adam, I tweeted your uh Facebook page as well for your DJing. So it's D apostrophe 
Vinci, V-I-N-C-I. So thank you guys for joining in and everybody have a great Saturday night. And if anybody has any questions, I don't know, contact any one of us, right? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yes. I'm going to stop this broadcast. Good night, everybody.